Happy Monday and welcome back to another episode of Mindful Mondays with Miss Maddie. I am so thankful that you came to listen today and I am so happy that you are here. September is National Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month, so that is the topic of today's episode. And I would like to put a trigger warning out there because this episode will talk about suicide. However, I also want to make it known that it is crucial for us to be able to talk about these things and listen to these things in hopes of ending stigmas around it and lessening the rates of suicide. In this episode, I'll specifically be diving into stigmas around mental health and suicide, talking about how we can raise awareness and include ways that we as a society or as an individual can prevent suicide or help the loved one who is feeling suicidal or dealing with these emotions or thoughts. I'm also going to be talking about warning signs that we can look out for. And if you haven't been personally impacted by these things or known someone who personally has been impacted by these things, it doesn't mean that they're not there. Suicide is the fourth leading death cause among 15 to 29 year olds, but age doesn't stop it. Suicide can lead to death at any age, no matter how young or how old. And in my local area, the average age for suicide is 43 years old. In this episode, I would also like to remember my best friend Jaden Hill and my mother Tracy Worrell, who both lost their battles with mental illness. Let's first talk about the stigmas based around suicide and mental health. Stigmas often involve inaccurate stereotypes. For example, this could be calling someone weak for speaking up about their mental health, mocking the topic of suicide, calling someone crazy for their actions when they're struggling with their mental health. And a huge stigma also in society is that men cannot struggle with mental health, and if they do, they're called weak or called bad names. I've heard many of people also mention that, you know, when they're seeing somebody try to reach out about their mental health or seeing somebody with suicidal ideations, they'll be so quick to jump and say, oh, they just want attention. And that is not the case at all. This is a very serious matter. They don't want attention. They want help. They are seeking help. So be the help and don't be the bully. It's important to know that you are not by any means weak for speaking up. Speaking up will always, always be a sign of strength. And it is hard to speak up and reach out. It is. It can be so challenging. And if you do have the courage to speak up, it makes you one hell of a strong person. I know that it's not easy. I know how hard it can be. I also want to remind you that you are not crazy for acting out for crying, for having challenging days or seasons. It only makes us human, and so many more people are struggling with similar things than you even realize. The stigmas that we have created around mental health and that are in our society are one of the leading reasons why the suicide rates are so high, and I just want to talk a little bit about how we can help prevent these stigmas and put an end to them. First things first, talk, talk, talk. Talk about your own challenges you've faced or open up to a loved one or even a stranger because doing this could help not only you feel less alone, but also them feel less alone if they've been struggling too. 
please do not shove your experiences under a rug because that only lets the stigmas grow. I also believe that social media is a huge part of society and post about suicide awareness, post helpful things that you've seen about mental health. You have no idea who is in need of seeing this right now, especially if you saw it at one point and thought that it was helpful to you. When someone comes to you about their struggles, be a safe space for them. Offer them resources or just be a set of listening ears. Sometimes they would like advice and if that's needed, give them some advice. Let them know that they are strong for reaching out. I think just validating the fact that they reached out and letting them know that you're thankful they came to you to reach out and they're strong for reaching out is super important. And again, I understand that these conversations of suicide are not easy and listening about this topic can be so heart-wrenching, but not talking about them is not going to fix it at all. It's only going to help it grow and make it worse. We have to be real and we have to be super vulnerable when it comes to talking about this topic. Educating yourself, even if you don't struggle personally, could help save lives of loved ones when they reach out to you, or it could even help save the life of a stranger. I think a big question that comes up when talking about this topic is, How can we help a loved one who's struggling with suicidal thoughts or is struggling with their mental health? So first things first, I would say check in with them. Some people literally just need someone to listen to them and an outlet that they can go to and talk to. When we're holding it all just in our heads, it can feel so much heavier than when we have the chance to talk to somebody and let it out and just Be there for them when they're not doing good. Weekly check-ins can be so insanely helpful. Maybe send them a text or give them a phone call and start the conversation with, how are you feeling mentally today? Or how has your mental health been feeling this week? Or, you know, on a scale of one to 10, what would you rate your mental health over the span of this week? Another thing is offering to help them find resources. This is why it is so important to educate yourself, encourage them to seek help, and let them know that they deserve to have helping hands through this. Remind them that help is available because a lot of the times I think we can get so in our heads that we make it seem like there's no help available and there's no options to help me with this. I also would just like to state that if somebody comes to you and is struggling with their mental health or shows interest in starting therapy or taking actions to help them with their mental health, please, please, I beg of you to never shut that down. Never tell them, oh, you don't need therapy, you'll be fine. Never tell them, oh, you just need to do, you just need more positive thinking and you don't need to go to therapy. That is probably the worst thing you could say to somebody that is struggling with these emotions and with these feelings. Some other things that we can do to help somebody who is struggling with suicidal ideations or thoughts of suicide or just their mental health in general is validating their feelings. It is so important to feel validated when you're going through this. Let them know that their emotions are real and their emotions are very difficult. 
they're not crazy at all for feeling this way. A lot of the times our own minds can try to tell us that we're crazy for feeling this way. So just having that validation of knowing that, you know, you're not crazy for feeling this way and your emotions are so real and that seems really hard to go through can be really important. Offer to help them to make a safety plan. This is a huge part of it. I I think a lot of the times when we get so trapped in our own heads that, you know, it does make us forget that there are ways to help ourselves through this and there is help accessible. So offering to make a safety plan can be a huge help. When things get hard, this plan can involve someone to reach out to, someone to go to, or somewhere to go to, or including coping mechanisms that have been beneficial for them in the past, or maybe some coping mechanisms that have helped you. That could be a great thing to share with them to include in their safety plan. I would highly suggest that you take it upon yourself to also look up local resources to send them. There are so many available and it is free for us to be able to look up these local resources. So sharing that with them can be a huge help. Let's talk a little bit about what warning signs can look like. Some warning signs can include talking about feeling like a burden, mentioning wanting to die or making jokes about wanting to die, feeling hopeless, trapped, or feeling no purpose in life, increase in anger, sadness, or isolation, unbearable emotional change, withdraw from friends, family, work, eating or sleeping more or less than usual, and taking dangerous risks. An example of that could be even just driving extremely fast, but those dangerous risks are super important to look out for. An increased use of alcohol or drugs is a huge one that I've seen firsthanded in my life with those who have struggled with suicide. And self-harming is also important to look out for when looking, to, when looking for warning signs. It's very important to know that our minds can convince us of very strong things. Even though our minds can tell us that it would be better off if we weren't here, let our hope for things to get better be stronger than the lie of things would be better if you're not here or things would be better if you just left. It's also extremely crucial to remember that you have no idea what someone is going through As much as we can look out for warning signs and there are signs to look out for or behaviors to look out for, there's sometimes no warning signs at all. Being a bully has the power to take someone's life and sharing a smile with a stranger or complimenting people can do so much more than we'll ever realize. I know that on days that I have been struggling so much, Just having a simple smile from a stranger or a kind compliment or message from a stranger has helped so much more than they will ever know, so I encourage you to do the same. Spread love in whatever way you can. You cannot see someone's mental health, and smiles and laughs can hide so much of what's really going on inside. It's important to remember that kindness is completely free and We do need to take advantage of that.
sometimes it can be hard to be kind to somebody when they're lashing out at you with anger or um, they're taking their personal struggles out on you. But it's important to remember, especially in those times, that maybe all they need right now is kindness. Maybe all they need right now is love. So what can you do in those situations to give them love or a simple compliment or a simple smile or an act of kindness? Because maybe the reason they're taking their emotions out on you or maybe the reason that they're lashing out with anger is because they are struggling so much internally. I also wanted to talk a little bit about losing loved ones to suicide. It is not something I would wish upon absolutely anybody. It has truly been one of the hardest things I've ever dealt with in my life on top of dealing with my own mental health struggles. You know, I have thoughts of what could I have done? What should I have done? I'll never see them again. They were in so much pain. I wish I could have helped more. I wish I could have saved them. And all of these thoughts have taken an immense toll on me. And it's been, you know, years since I lost my mom. And it's been over a year since I lost Jaden. But I still do struggle with a lot of really hard emotions from losing them to suicide. And I think that it's important to know that losing somebody to suicide is hard. Validate your emotions and feelings with it. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be mad at the world. It's okay to hurt and it's okay to cry. And it's important to let yourself do these things because it is going to help you release that emotion that you're holding inside from what you have gone through. I also wanted to say that, you know, losing someone to suicide is never going to be something easy. I have come to accept that you know, 10 years down the road, it's not going to be any easier. But there are ways to help myself through it and to help the emotions that arise from the situation. And there is help available when I need it. I think some people can be a little bit surprised when I talk about losing loved ones to suicide. And I one thing that I just learned over this course of losing loved ones to suicide is that it is hard to talk about, but it's so important to talk about and to share their story and to let their legacy live on and to share their story in hopes of it helping somebody else that is struggling. I I know that for me, when I was struggling a ton with suicidal ideations and I was struggling with not wanting to be here, when I would go back and think, okay, well, I know I don't want to be here right now, but how did it make me feel when I lost my mom to suicide? And something that honestly has kept me going certain days has been the fact that I never want to put that pain on somebody else of losing someone to suicide. And just remembering that even though it's hard right now, There are going to be days that don't feel as hard and there are good things that are coming that I may not even be able to see right now. Coming from someone who has dealt with suicidal ideations and self-harming in the past, I just want to let you know that it is possible for things to get better and 
there are still going to be days where it's hard and there's going to be days where you need extra help. But it's important to know that this isn't going to last forever and there's things that you can do and just things that you deserve to help you through this. It's not an easy thing to go through and these emotions can be very hard, but I just wanted to let you know that things aren't going to always feel as bad as they may right now or maybe as bad as they have in the past. I am currently 20 years old and when I was 16, I never would have been able to say the words that I just did. I honestly felt very trapped in my emotions and in the things that I was feeling or in the self-harming habits, but now looking back on it, I am well over a year of being self-harm free and my suicidal ideations are not there currently and they haven't been in a long time. I still do get days where it's really hard or days where I might think for a few minutes that it's easier for me to not be here or maybe I wish that I wouldn't be here but overall I wake up every single day honestly thankful that I have another chance at life and thankful that I am here and just thankful for my story so that I can hopefully help others who are going through the same things so please just know that this season or even maybe if it's been years that you've been feeling this way, it doesn't have to last forever. And getting yourself that hope that you need to get through it is going to pay off and is going to lead to easier days or just easier ways to cope through the things that you're feeling or the things that you're going through. In the episode description for this episode, I am going to include resources for my local listeners resources for worldly listeners, and resources for low income, and also resources just for anybody who is struggling, please, please take advantage of these and share them with those who may also need them. I want to remind you that it's okay to not be okay. It is only human of us to not be okay, but it's never okay to let yourself struggle alone please reach out. You matter so much and there is help available. The world would not be the same without you and you have a purpose here even though sometimes it may not feel like it. I just want to say again, thank you for coming to listen today. Thank you so much for being here. I truly am so thankful that you are here and if you've been struggling or if you've struggled in the past, I just want to say thank you for staying. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode.